Welcome back to Loud, everyone. So with everything that's been going on around the world, I kind of took a step back from podcasting, you know, figured out my life routine and kind of got used to the way that things are. So basically, I just needed a second to like get everything together. So well, anyways, I'm back to podcasting. And I think right now the arts have just really been helping everybody just get through the quarantine. Um, So I figured it was time for me to also you know, do my part in that way and start podcasting again because, you know, I feel like everyone could use a pick-me-up, so why the hell not? What I have been up to, obviously not much. A lot of it has been transitioning from uh, working in my lab to working from home, so obviously getting used to that. We started with, like, partially going into lab, and now I'm just not going in at all, and I'm mostly doing everything I can for my computer. So that's me now, and I'm not going to lie, at first, um, I wasn't in the best state with everything happening. A lot of it has to do with the fact that I am very extroverted, so staying at home is very hard for me. My routine usually consists of like going to work, going to the gym, and on the weekends, like I love to go out to the bars, I love to hike, camp, go shopping. Like I'm a very social person. So as an extrovert, and I think all your extrovert friends can relate, it's been a little bit harder for me than most, so obviously I needed a second to get used to that. And not that I'm complaining at all, because obviously they are significantly worse things going on with the pandemic but you know just on my end I'm just a big routine girl so when that's not there anymore it takes me a second to like kind of get back in it this week however I've noticed a big shift where like I do feel a lot more at ease with what's going on and like I'm making a routine out of working from home so like now I get up earlier I do like my yoga session before logging into work uh, and then after work I try to work out again you know make dinner go for a walk or a run so It's a little bit nicer in that way because I feel like I'm just getting used to the way that things are for now. At first, I think a lot of people were just going crazy and like kind of fighting back like the stay at home order and things like that. And now we just accept that, okay, this is the best thing for us, for the world, for everyone around us. So the best thing I can do is obviously stay home. So let me make the best out of the situation. So I feel like everyone's mindset is shifting a little bit more. So in light of that, I want to talk about some of the things that I've seen people do in quarantine so they can be productive and active, and also how you can use this time to kind of slow down if you're able to. So let's start. So first of all, I want to first acknowledge that everyone's facing like, you know, really stressful times because, you know, financial situations, a lot of people have been getting laid off, and then a lot of people are also experiencing like this anxiety of like, oh my God, like, am I going to have a job tomorrow? So that's obviously... Um, a big part of it and it has to do with like hustle culture because we have this idea of like go 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 and I'm gonna talk about it a little bit more later in the episode and look I get it I am the most ADHD person ever out there so I love attention I love to spend days outside however we have to figure out a best way to make the situation not so terrible and also appreciate those seconds that you have to slow down so Let's talk about ways to be quote unquote productive during this pandemic and during this like stay at home order. Boredom and creativity are like best friends. I feel like a lot of people are bored so they're getting really creative. Like I've seen people create their own versions of board games like Harry Potter, like edition and like their own house edition. People are reading books, people are painting, they're knitting. People are also getting into like house projects. Like I don't know, cleaning clutter, fixing their roofs, decorating, etc, etc. 
People are baking cute as cupcakes and failing miserably. They're even making like homemade food like mayo, applesauce, cheese, beer, yada, yada, yada. Like people are going fancy, they're going crazy. TikTok is obviously blowing up. You know what? To each their own. To everyone that's hating on the challenges and people, why are people going live? Why are people doing this and that? Don't be a hater. Like let people do whatever they need to do to keep themselves entertained. You don't want to watch the live stream? No problem. You don't want to listen to this podcast? No problem. You do you, baby boo. You want to be a Grinch? That's fine. I think that it's super important that we do find hope and entertainment if we can in this time of so much fear. So let people do what they want to do. Side note on the challenge thing. Y'all need to stop tagging me on the push-up challenge. It's going to die with me. I refuse to do it. I Nobody gets the hint. I'm not interested. It's a one-piece summer. I'm just going to be a thick girl summer. We're all going to be in the same playing field with all this snacking. Let me be. Let me be a beautiful orca if I want to be. And obviously, I just said, don't hate on the challenges. Yes, I get it. But y'all, I can't do a push-up, so don't embarrass me. Leave me alone. Okay, thank you. Okay, so I just talked about, you know, being productive. But I also want to talk the other side. There's this idea that we all have, like, all this new time available to us now however you have to acknowledge that it's still a time of anxiety there's a global pandemic there's something terrible going around the world you know there's a lot of economical and health uncertainty like is this grocery store trip gonna be the one where I get infected like it's really scary right now and also it uh, to use the example of the grocery store it takes a lot longer to shop because you know we have to wait outside because there's these lines and things like that you know, for people like me with work, everything's taking me a lot longer than it usually does because I don't have all the resources I usually have when I go into the office. People also have to work from home now around kids as well. And if they have pets, you know, these pets are now also demanding a little more love and attention. Like human, give me the extra walk. Not to mention a lot of people still have to go to work. I have a handful of friends and family that still have to go to work because they need to make money. And they're essential workers and they have to do what they have to do. So I want to take this moment to also talk about something that I read on the NY Post. It's a, I believe that the article was called like, you don't have to be productive. You should definitely check it out. It's really interesting. And in the article, there's a quote by Chris Bailey and he's actually a productivity consultant and the author of a book called Hyperfocus. And he says, the idea that we have so much time available during this day now is fantastic But these days is the opposite of a luxury. We're home because we have to be home. We have much less attention because we're living through so much. I really like this quote because you're right. Like a lot of us are thinking like, oh my God, I have all this extra time. However, it's not to be seen as a time of luxury. Obviously make the best out of the situation, but also be self-aware that you can be complaining about how bored you are, but at least you're not sick right now. You know, you complain about how you have to work remote and it's so hard, Some people have no choice but to go to work. And also some people just don't have jobs right now. So I think that those sort of complaints are just very luxurious. And at this time, the most important thing is obviously our health. And I know it's hard to focus on it when everything else is going on, but it is a priority. And as I said before, we live in a world of toxic hustle culture. There's an urge to be overproductive now. And, you know, the Post does mention an example that's prime, like for example, like even when we go on a walk, we feel like we need to turn on the news on our ears through a podcast to feel like we're getting informed because we can't just allow ourselves to walk. 
you know, and I'm guilty of this all the time. I'm like, oh, I might as well listen to this or do that while I'm going for a walk or while I'm going for a run. We as a culture just believe that we have to maximize every single moment of our lives. And apparently that stands even when we're in a global pandemic. So it's okay to allow yourself to slow down if you're able to. So yeah, have too much wine with your family without feeling guilt. Allow yourself to not work out and not do a workout video if you don't want to that day because you're tired from being in front of your screen all day. Try not to feel guilt if you're having days of calmness because they won't be here for long. And honestly, like staying home right now, even if it feels like you're the worst, laziest person in the world, is the best thing you can do for yourself and our planet. So I want to go back to the whole boredom thing. You know, take advantage if you're allowed to slow down. Take advantage of this moment. Because, you know, when you quote unquote don't have the time to do these simple things, you complain that you don't have that time. And then I would encourage you now, like if you're thinking of all the things that you're missing out, maybe take a second and write it down. So then when this is over, you can go ahead and do those things. Because I think that if because I think that if anything, this situation has taught us that we do have to live our lives to the fullest. And that's super cliche, but I'm even seeing like people that are quote unquote homebodies complain, like, oh my god, why can't I do this and that? I'm like, what? You never did any of those things anyway. She's like, oh well, yeah, but I regret it. So like I said, I think a really great idea would be like, okay, well, I crave doing this. Make a whole list of things that you wish you could have done, things you wish you could have said to people in person, maybe hugs you didn't get to give, whatever. Write those things down and actually do them when you when we are all free and to go out and about, which who knows when that will be. But I think that's a nice way for you to have some hope at the end of the tunnel and something to look forward to. I actually have a list going and I definitely want to go abroad <laughs> if I can. Maybe like, I don't know how long this will last, but when we're allowed to, I would like to go around with my cousin because I've always been saying that I want to travel more and I never do it. And I said I would do it this year, but obviously this is going on. So when we're allowed to, I would actually like to do that and honestly make more family trips possible if I can. We already live far apart, so it's not odd that we're separated right now, but I think that we, me and my family need to make more of an effort to like, I don't know, rent a place in between our states and things like that. So add to your list, people. Oh, another thing I really want to do is get a whiskey sour from Seven Grand in North Park. I really, really miss one of those. So anyways, so yeah, anything from big things to little things, write them down. It'll be like a little cute little bucket list for you to live through after this is done. And, you know, just to conclude that, like, you know, we complain a lot. Like, if we don't have the time to chill, we complain. When we have time to chill, we complain again because we don't have enough to do. So, y'all, we all need to learn how to be happy with what we have and what we can and cannot do and accept it. Okay, so transitioning into something a little bit more light and fun because I'm tired of ranting. <laughs> Let's talk about dating and quarantine. My favorite topic, dating, dating, dating. So aside from not going on actual dates, I think that there's no rules right now. I've seen all these memes about like, oh my God, pick that fight, make the argument because where the fuck is he gonna go? Where's he gonna go? And they're not wrong. 
Um, I just wanted to put it out there for the single folks out in the world. The Bumble now has a video chat feature where you can actually go on a nice quarantine date via chat. I mean, y'all, if you're trying to just like fuck around and like date on Bumble, that sounds amazing. Hashtag nice sponsor, but I think that's a great tip for everyone. And I know that it seems like really weird, but I don't know, like if you're single and like you have nothing else to do, which you probably don't, um, why not give it a try? You can be the bachelor or bachelorette of the quarantine, baby. <laughs> Another thing is that, um, I mean, obviously we haven't tested this, but maybe if you start to talk to a lot of different people and things like that, it can allow you to like build connections right now because we can't see each other, so we can't rely on the physical aspects of things. So I feel like a lot of people are actually going to be more willing to like connect emotionally because, you know, we'd be a little emotional right now since we can't be having a social contact. So maybe just be the virtual bachelorette and bachelor right now, you know, just use the dating app and collect a bunch of people and whoever makes it out of the quarantine, y'all can go on a real date and maybe it'll be cute as hell. Just saying. Dating doesn't have to end. Flirting doesn't have to end. Keep at it. And also, so I know, I feel like anyone that wasn't a fuckboy is not winning because they actually have someone to, you know, to be with. So, hope you all learned your lesson. Stop playing with people because sometimes the world's gonna stop you. But also beware of texts from sad fuckboys because they don't actually miss you. They're just bored and they probably regret not having locked someone down. They still don't like you and they won't like you after quarantine. I'm just gonna let you know, sis. And on top of that, if the guy that you like, girl that you like, is not texting you back right now, not a good sign. Because <laughs> what else are they doing? Not you, let me tell you that. And they ain't gonna do you after this. Okay, so moving on from dating, I, moving on from dating, I might talk about that again because, you know, that's the funnest part about quarantine is seeing all my friends' screenshots of the guys that are hitting them up with I miss yous. Truly incredible content. Anyways, from that, let's talk about what we can learn about human connection right now. Obviously, there's terrible things happening. People are sick. You know, people are scared. Um, people are dying. Like, people are losing their jobs. They're losing their homes. Like, it's not a good time for people. Um, but I think what we can learn about human connection right now is that in times of crises, as much as y'all can say bad things about the human race, we are really connecting in a level that I've never seen like some things that have really touched my heart has been obviously like the fitness community coming together and like doing like Instagram lives like giving free content uh, for people to work out at home when they don't have to do that you know a lot of them are doing it for free if not donation based which is amazing um, so that's a lot of solidarity and that's beautiful I've seen also people from all over the world in different countries like actually my mom right now she's um, got stuck in Peru because the borders are now closed but people I know in Peru and not just in Peru but also in Italy um, even New York a lot of different places at a certain time of day you know whether it be eight or seven they're all cheering on healthcare workers or like playing music out loud so that people can cheer on and it's like a sense of like um, you know we're all in this together and it kind of reminds me of when I was in college and we did like the midnight yell during finals at midnight so basically everyone would come out of the balcony and like yell and scream and it's like a sense of solidarity and we have a lot of that now which is, I think it's really beautiful so 
So I think that if anything, this shows you that when we're in the time of crises, you know, we can really be in it together. And I think that's something that's beautiful. You know, we see a lot of beautiful human connection. And I also have seen people go out of their ways to make like FaceTime dates with people or like, yeah, like trying to check in on their family members and see how they're doing. And I think that's really beautiful. And you haven't seen that happen a lot. And I think that there's a shift from hating social media to loving it now because it's actually helping us be connected. There's and what I mean by that is that there's a lot of hate on social media because we're always like, oh, it keeps us unconnected because we're always looking at our phones. And But now it's actually uniting us in a very beautiful way. So I think that there's something to be thankful for that we do have that out. Because imagine if this was a situation and we did not have, you know, social media. It would be a completely different story. I think that it's allowing us to keep connected and be together. So we have to be grateful for that as well. And lastly, what can you do to be connected in isolation? Planned FaceTimes, like I said earlier, plan Zoom happy hours with your friends. That's what I've been doing. I've been making my friends dress up in a theme because why the fuck not? I'm a fun person. I'm the Virgo that does all the planning. So y'all are going to be forced to do many more happy hours in costumes in the near future. But yeah, just, you know, reach out to your friends, text them, be there for one another. A lot of my friends have been sending me like TVTs and things like that. So I've seen like people just really appreciating human connection. So let's keep doing that because we, among everything terrible that's going on, we do need that positivity. We do need to uplift one another because we're going to get through it and we're going to be okay. I have a feeling. <laughs> And that concludes my episode for today. I will be doing more of these because I'm back at it again. I just needed a second to, you know, allow myself to slow down and figure out everything that's going on and myself and where I stand in it. Well, anyways, guys, as always, do what empowers you. Do what makes you happy as long as it's at home. <laughs> and I will see you guys. Not see you guys. I will. You will hear me soon. <laughs> okay. Goodbye. Happy quarantining to you all. And thank you to all our healthcare workers out there. Y'all are kicking ass. Bye-bye.